This is the result of your words, day 83. Some of today's stories showcase this series better than any other story before today. And I hate that. Your words have consequences. And here are some of those consequences. BDS movement has targeted standing together over, quote, normalization. Standing together being the main organization in Israel calling for a ceasefire that includes both Palestinians in Palestine and in Israel and Israelis. An NYU adjunct professor has been expended for telling students that some of the Hamas atrocities are not true and we know it. I don't normally post these stories because they took place before October 7th. But in Rutherford, Tennessee, in August, a Muslim woman was forced to remove her hijab for a mugshot. She sued and she's won a hundred thousand grand and the photos without her hijab on have been destroyed. We needed some good news. And there are so many cases like this right now, it sets a really good precedent. In Kuwait, there was a plot to attack a Shiite place of worship and it was foiled. The mayor of Arnhem, Netherlands, wants a ban on Quran desecration. The South Hill Washington Church has that they support Israel on their sign. So the church was vandalized with Zionists. The more you make that word into a slur, the more things like what BDS did are gonna happen. Georgia's Judenhaus bill is on to the governor's desk. It adopts the International Shoah Remembrance Alliance definition. State Senator John F. Kennedy has assured that it will not silence critics of Israel but only time will tell. 60 million is being given to groups at risk of hate crimes in New York state. And hate crimes will now include 97 offenses, up from 66, including graffiti and arson, among others. Jersey City Mayor proclaimed January 27th as International Shoah Remembrance Day. In the Netherlands, MPs are supporting making Judenhaus a factor in residency permits. I get it, obviously, but do they do that for any other minority? I don't really love the getting special treatment thing, especially if people's residency is gonna be at stake if they critique the Israeli government. Okay, and Washington City Council approved a proclamation that says an immediate and sustained peace in Israel and Palestine, as well as return for the hostages and safe return for those displaced and detained. Seems like a good resolution to me. Muslims in New South Wales are concerned that hate speech review will target them, but the premier insists that that is not the case. Two Jewish businesses in New Rochelle were graffitied with Geno supporters. One of them had a sign saying stand with Israel in their window. For the record, saying that you stand with Palestine doesn't mean that you support what Hamas did, so why do you assume that saying stand with Israel means supporting what's happening in Gaza? Secondly, the other business did not have that in their window. An investigation is now underway. The director of the Center for Women, Gender, and Sexuality Studies at Florida Atlantic University has resigned because the school is pressuring them to identify as a Zionist. It is so important to not have this infighting. We have enough Judenhaus coming from outside the Jewish community. We need to be able to talk to each other and not make people feel like they need to resign for their views. And at University of Central Florida, a student was arrested for threatening to unalive Jewish students and is facing felony charges. A Jewish student at a public high school in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, is being threatened by the staff. He was experiencing severe Judenhaus from other students. So he recorded what he felt was antagonizing. And now this evidence he collected is being used against him. New York Times continues to allow articles of people espousing Judenhaus. This time an article complaining that Passover is too Jewish-centric and that it should be include all cultures that have been impacted by Geno and slavery. I love how everything is diminished when it involves the Jewish community. 
A new shawarma restaurant in Jordan is calling itself October 7th to honor Palestinians. I, I don't have words for this one. Students walked out in an emergency protest at Columbia following what happened at the Friday demonstration and the school's non-reaction to it for two days. As of Wednesday, the school restricted who could be on campus, but it took till Wednesday. I'm not CARE's biggest fan, but I like this. They're urging Florida schools to reject PragerU content. And while not everything they have said since October 7th has been incorrect, everything they say all other times is, and we really can't try to separate that. Care of Florida is also pushing for a commission on rise in Islamophobia. Another great thing that needs to happen. And finally, this is a great article from Al Jazeera detailing all the things that have been happening to Muslims since the Ram Temple is being inaugurated. New one I just saw today is their graves being desecrated. I say it every time, but Islamophobia is worse in India than anywhere else in the world. And I don't see enough people talking about it. And those are today's stories. Your words have power. Use them wisely. And remember that empathy is not a finite resource. Refuash lema to all of us in need of healing. And may the memories of those who have been lost and those who will be lost be a blessing and a revolution for peace, freedom, and safety for all. Shortcast Club.